0: I'm Rebecca Pete and I'm Rebecca Cochran and And welcome welcome to to Woven Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention and our prayer is that to paraphrase Mary Zimmer the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks Thanks for listening. Hello you guys (laughs) it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. It is the best (laughs) times because it's our 100th episode. It is the worst of times because we were supposed to be recording this in front of a live audience at our 100th episode live party, which is not happening. It's one of millions of things that has been canceled and grieved across the world because of COVID-19. If you're listening to this after this global pandemic, that is where we're at. Um, Rebecca and I did not plan it, but we were were both wearing dark colors, mourning (laughs) the loss of our live show that we were so looking forward to because I think, um, you know, I love this podcast, but one of the hard things about it is that we just sort of like send it off into the air and like, we never know, like we don't, you don't get feedback on it in the way that you do, I think in other mediums. And so it was just really, we were really looking forward to being able to see all of you guys in person and meet those of you that we don't know and, you know, just have a good time with our, our listeners. So that's, yeah. we're, we're really sad. It's going to happen. Sometimes. It will happen. It might be like the 132nd episode party or something super weird, but it will happen. <laughs> but we are going to make the most of it. So tonight we're recording our 100th episode oh, and we're going really? to go over um, you know, kind of talk about what our top 10 most popular episodes have been. Um Rebecca looked at all the data and sort of like came up yeah, with I those I <laughs> yep and because that would have taken me seven years and I would have just cried and asked her to do it anyway so thanks for doing that <laughs> um <laughs> we both have a spirit to che- I mean we have like the holy spirit but we also have like a spirit like alcohol so cheers cheers for episode mm-hmm. I just got free beer from my neighbor so it did not get better than that and you have wine <laughs> please I don't do. spit it I won't, I won't spit all over my new Mac. That would be really, really depressing. That would just add to the grieving. So, Okay, so we thought it would be fun to start and end our episode with a little game you may have played before in your life called Two Truths and a Lie. So we're each going to say three statements. Two of them are true. One of them is false. And we have to guess at the end of the episode, which is the lie. So Rebecca, would you like to start with yours? Sure. Um... My first one is I'm trying to decide what order I want to do these in. <laughs> I feel like there's like an order where you, anyway, yeah. where you can like trick people. Um, yep. yes. So, uh, my first one is my very first concert, my li- very first live music concert was Garth Brooks. Okay. My second one is I have bungee jumped off a bridge. Okay. And my third one is. I was the homecoming queen of the class of 1998. I feel like there's room in those for trickery. Like, I don't know what year you graduated high school exactly. So it could have been like you were the class of like 97 or so like that could be a trick. Don't um, make me older. Don't make me older. i <laughs> jumping And What was the first one? And my first concert was Garth Brooks. Oh, Garth Brooks. Okay. Ooh, I feel like all of those are probably true. Okay, that's tricky. Okay, you're going to have to say those again at the end. Um, Okay, I will. I think my, I know what
1: my gut says right now. My gut says that the Garth Brooks is a lie. Because, I don't know, that's
0: just my gut. Okay, you want mine? We're going to answer that at the end. Okay. Okay, mine are, one, I've been to the Super Bowl. Two, Jim Carrey once yelled at me. Three, my great uncle was a spy for the FBI during World War II. Yours are way cooler than mine. Well, one it, of them's <laughs> I know one of them's a lie, but even if all, even if I mean, even if two of them are true, they're still cooler than mine. <laughs> well, I'm so very cool. Your uncle being names. a spy in World War II. Um, My great uncle was a spy for the FBI during World War II. World two. Jim Carrey once yelled at me. Or oh, yep. I've been to, the, I've been to the, Super Bowl. the Super Bowl. Okay. So, Okay. Do you have one that you think is a lie off the top of your head? Oh, those are hard because I feel like you have me a to cover my whole face so that you can't <laughs> see. Because you're not a good liar. Um, I'm right. a great liar, so we're good. Um, so, uh, so I know a lot of celebrities have yelled at you. So, I'm having trouble remembering which ones have. You know, it's false. <laughs> I've been yelled at by... I haven't... I've encountered a lot of celebrities in my many careers, but they... <laughs> i wouldn't say they have all yelled at me okay so i'm gonna have to think about that one because i can't remember who it was that yelled at you but i know somebody yelled at you um and then everyone will get a bonus story time at the end yes we'll have to share the... a good, like awkward celebrity story so okay keep going okay so i'm going back and forth on that one because i i can't remember and then i feel like you've told me family history stuff so that one feels like it might be true. But like I know in all your PR stuff, you've also, there's a chance you went to the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl has been in Atlanta. So that's a hard one. I don't know. I have to think about it. Okay. So <laughs> let's get into our episode. We'll just we'll just find out later. Um, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. We, this is our 100th. This is actually not our 100th because we've done like Patreon episodes and stuff, you know, and we've done some bonuses. So
1: okay, I would say so this, this is, is maybe like
0: 108. Yes. But this is like the hundredth of our official episodes. Yes. Like if you do our seasons, like we've done four seasons of 25 episodes. And so this is the end of our fourth season. So that's why this is Mark's our hundredth. So, okay. Tell me what, let's talk a little about how you came up with our top episodes. Okay. Because, well, I'll just say that our top two were because the people had big platforms yeah, so, so we, we took those, those out. Yeah. Because we figured it was because of that. So, out of, do you want to start with 10 and we'll go to one? Yes, I think so. Okay. So, what was our 10th most like popular? I like I need a drum roll. <laughs> um, <so laughs> did that sound like a drummer or did it sound like me hitting my desk? That sounds like you hitting your desk. It's fine. Um, so, number 10 was Boundaries in the Holidays. Oh, I was surprised that was only 10. I yeah. feel like that is, I, I don't, y'all know I don't listen to our episodes. Because it just makes me a self-conscious. But that and is the one. I to him 10 times to edit them. like well, yeah, so. you have to, is you do all the work around here. And I just come in and fart around. <laughs> How many times will I make you speak? You're just on? a pretty face. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. That's what it is. The color um, commentary. No, I'm just joking. You're way more than that. You're so full of crap. <laughs> you think I'm more than that? Thank you. Well, I think you're so much um, more than a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Um... I actually went back and listened to that one a couple times because like, I just needed to hear about boundaries. Like, yeah. I think we all need that desperately. So I'm surprised that's only number 10 in popularity. Yeah. And we also will link all of these in the yes. show notes so that you know which one. Yeah. Um, if you want to go back and listen, because that was a good one. That was Sarah Collier. Yeah. She's lovely. Um, friend of the show. She is a therapist who's been on a couple times and she came mm-hmm. on and talked us through some questions about boundaries and basic stuff. So that was a good one. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Number nine was the self care episode. Which I feel like we've done. So, the one that we did as part of the Gray series. So, we the, all, all the uh, well, Gray stuff. Yeah. Um, and we recorded that one in the car on the oh, way back from our field trip. So, we went on a field trip the first summer we did this podcast, which was 2018. Yeah. Yes. Yes to White Oak Pastures um, to interview Will Harris, who is the proprietor of White Oak Pastures Farm um, in Bluffton. And he, it's like a, you know, wonderful farm where they do everything right. And we were driving back and we needed an episode to record. So we did that one literally like the microphone was on the center console. It was. And like, your trucks whizzing by us. And we're like, self-care is really important to like not try to do too much at one time as we're recording <laughs> <laughs> luckily I mean we were safe like no one was gonna like get hurt I think I was yeah. driving and you, you were driving were and I was running yeah. the computer Yes.
1: so actually,
0: it, was episode. <laughs> it was a great episode and I've had lots of comments on that episode like a lot of people have talked to me about the self-care episode mostly because I think people um because we talked about like what isn't really what is selfish versus self-care and I think a lot of people have a question about that so um if you yeah. do have a question about that and you haven't listened to that episode we will link to that number eight was contentment and relationships oh was that the marriage series or was that yeah. no that was the contentment series like contentment and finances contentment and relationships yes so yes. we did talk a lot about finding contentment in marriage but just in relationships in general so yeah I think that's- that that's just you know Everybody's trying to figure that out, so. Well, and we live in cancel culture. So I think, you know, committing to somebody who you're not legally bound to is just increasingly Mm -hmm. unusual. Like, it's really easy to just be, like, ghosting people or cancel them. So it's, you know, finding contentment in imperfect relationships, I think. Yeah, that makes sense that that's popular. Yeah. Number seven was the spirit episode with Karen. So we, we, one of our first series was um, oh, yeah. the mind, body and the spirit. And the one, the first one, because Karen's been on the show several times, but, um, the one, um, on the spirit, that was, um, what, that was our number seven, most popular episode. Good job, Mrs. McDaniel. I think it's because <laughs> she has a voice. She's she does very have soothing. a great voice. She is very soothing. I agree. Um, number six is another one in the contentment series. And this is not surprising. It's contentment and aging. It was our eighth oh, episode. Let's yeah. talk about that for a second. So we recorded that
1: uh-huh. a couple
0: years ago, right? Like that was, it was a like year ra- and a half ago. It was like the fall, okay. like the first fall. mean, you know we started in the winter, and it was like that first fall. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that a lot of that we talked about your hair because mm-hmm. you had started to go gray. Yeah, like that was been like two and a, it's been two and a half years. Yeah.
1: Okay. So any
0: updates on your going gray journey? Yeah, it completely so my hair is completely gray. And I took it took until the fall Wait, so then for me to chew this pretzel okay okay so okay. it um, I started um two years ago in the fall with stopping to color so I um started going gray when I was 19 um genetic um and once I got into my 20s I was very gray so I started coloring my hair which I had never colored my hair like a lot of people do it when they're younger for fun never really colored my hair I started covering my grays in my 20s um and two and a half years ago I decided to stop coloring my hair um I was tired of maintaining it. I was tired of like covering things up. I was tired. And I'm not and we talked about this in the episode, but um, I this is this is my journey, not other people's journeys. Um, so I'm not judging anybody else's journeys. But I um, also knew that at some point I was gonna let it go gray and it felt like it was easier when I was salt and pepper. So I spent about two year painful years of growing it out because if anybody's ever grown out color, it's not fun. Um, I grew it out and then I cut it in the fall to the length. And so now it's fully all the way to the ends. So I've gray all the way to my tips. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty gray. I would say I'm a quarter probably if not <laughs> almost a half. Um, it depends on how I wear my hair. Um, cause most of it's underneath, but, um, I love it. Um, uh, my hair is healthier than it's ever been because I'm not putting chemicals on it. And, um, I get lots of compliments on it and, um, I have people tell me that they, it encourages them. And, um, e- even my mom, um, has said that. And so, um, e- she's still coloring her hair, but she still talks about it. And, um, I just, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel a lot of freedom because of it. And I'm super happy I did it. So That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. you're really She has it. It's like perfectly at her temples and your tan. So I feel like it just looks like extra good on you. But I'm definitely very salt and pepper. Um, so like if you really look at my hair, you might think that I have like highlights, but it's all, it's all gray. Um, it's all grays. So, um, and it and it has t- changed the texture of my hair. So I used to be kind of wavy, but mostly straight. But my hair now, if I don't, if I don't blow dry it's definitely curly because most of the grays <laughs> are curly. So it's been yeah. interesting. I'm still learning how to style it. Not that I do that right now. But, you know, one day when I'm out of quarantine life, I'll learn how to style my hair properly. <laughs> <laughs> no point now. I'm on a podcast, so I can have radio hair instead of TV hair right now. So, um, so anyways, okay, enough about that. Um, number five was our original Enneagram episode, which we called What's Your Number? The one I just did. That's we just did the basics of the Enneagram, and that was the beginning of my journey into the Enneagram. So yes, that was about two I years ago. Certified, I just said certified. You're a certified Enneagram coach. Yes. So, and you work mostly with, like, businesses, though, but you will do personal. Uh, yeah, or- and I'm I, 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 I am, I'm set up to do couples, personal, um, small groups, businesses, yeah, all that stuff. So anyways, but my love for the Enneagram, that's about when it started, when I was really starting to do research about it. It was when we came out with that episode, and I think that was popular not because of my knowledge of the Enneagram, but just because people are curious about the Enneagram. And oh, all of our... It was popular. Yeah, it was. And so that's yeah. been a really popular episode. Okay. Number four is Angela's first body episode. I think we, we we call it the doc is in. Um, and it was like, we were in the middle of doing all of our body stuff. The first series we did on body image. And, yes. um, that was the first episode we had her on to talk. We've had her on multiple times since then, but that was the very first time she was on our, um, podcast. And that's the the fourth most popular episode is her episode. Not surprised by that. I I think I've said this before, but Rebecca gets a lot of feedback on the podcast. I don't get any, like no one ever talks to me about it, but that is the one subject people have talked to me about was like, anytime we do like a body image episode, that seems to be really popular. So I'm curious to hear what the top three are, because I know that's what I've heard about. And what I feel like we get, I guess I hate this word, but like engagement on are like the the body episodes. Yes. Um, So number three, Third most popular episode, which the um, number three, two, and one, we are going to over the next three weeks after this episode comes out, our 100th episode, we're going to do, we're going to replay the top three episodes every week, um, and but leading up until we get to our summer episodes. But, um, so number three is when we had Courtney Ellis on to talk about uncluttered and about simplifying and, um, yeah, just living a more simple life, and I think a lot of people, especially now, um, I've, we've actually had a lot of downloads because I can tell when people—I can't tell who's downloaded what—but I can tell when people download, and we've actually had quite a few downloads of that episode in the last like six weeks. So interesting. And yeah. Courtney is just a delight. Like I've she is a delight. Her. We've had her on she several times. So yeah, anything. and I would be like, please come. She's so funny. She's a She's trip. In the middle of reading and an on the internet too. Yes. She is. She's, she's great on Twitter. She's so funny. I love so, her. So yeah. So that was her first book, and then we had her on again for her second book, and she's actually just turned in her third book. She's a machine because she's also a full time pastor and has three children. I don't even ask me how she does it, um, but well, it's probably does, because yeah. that's how she does it. The rest of her life is simple. That's how. So go back and listen <laughs> to that episode if you're wondering how to live a more simple life, especially in the times that we're in now. Um, and then number two, surprising. This one surprised me was our beautiful mind episode where we did the mind, body, and spirit. And then when we talked about um, the mind um, and we talked about, I think, mind and emotions um, and the difference between mind and your emotions and your will and your spirit, like we went through and like talked yeah. about the differences of all those and biblically what um, the Bible has to say about our minds. Um, and surprisingly, that was our second most popular episode. Do you think that's because it was an early episode? <laughs> so we did. So when I ran the data, I did it where it, I could, I captured like a time period. So I didn't do it over, like I took like a, I took like a portion of the data. I didn't take it all the way from all two years. I took like okay. a like nine month period and ran the numbers. And these are the, this is what came up. So it wasn't because that was because I ran it from like last January to this February or something. So I can't remember what I put in. And it was still the second most popular episode. Do you think it's because we misled everyone and they thought we were talking about that Russell Crowe movie? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's great titling by our PR expert. So, oh, I I think people were curious. Um, And I think, I mean, the whole series popular because our number one most popular episode was our first episode on body image, which was part of the same series. And then we said back, you know, number seven, the spirit episode in that series with Karen was also the seventh most popular episode. So our number one most popular episode ever is the first one we did on body image. Yes. of uh, Just the two of us talking about our issues with body image. Really? Yeah. Huh. I feel like we've had such better episodes on that later that I would like to be more popular. Do you know what I mean? Like, for yes. instance, I mean, that was a good episode for sure, but like, We had Rebecca Scritchfield on in January of this year. And and those are that that is a popular episode. But part of the problem was is it was like in the last couple of months. But even you know, it was still a very popular episode. I mean, all of our body image episodes do very well. And we do get a lot of feedback and engagement on those. So Well, let's talk about that for a minute, especially right now. I feel like I mean, I feel like this topic of body image kind of like ebbs and flows, but I feel like right now it's really ebbing because people I mean, you know, there's like the two... I've seen a lot of people complaining that they're hearing messages like um, quarantine bot or like, you know, jokes about coming out of quarantine being overweight or like, um, you know, you should be working out more. Like there's a lot of like problematic messaging coming around and a lot of like the outspoken like body image activists are really mad because they're like, what the heck? We're in a global pandemic. Like, can you stop worrying about being skinny for like five seconds? Um, So I think it this is definitely, I've been noticing it a lot more recently, just on like social media and stuff I'm taking in. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you,
1: has anything changed since we, so when we recorded those episodes, that
0: was more my problem. That was not really your problem. And now I feel like you and I have talked on more recent episodes where you have brought up that like that sort of changed for you over like the course of two years to becoming something that like matters more to you now I mean I don't mine's not so much of a roller coaster of like an image issue as much as it is a like relates to the contentment and aging issue like yeah, yeah, just, I'm saying. Like, yeah I would say mine is you know because I turned 40 this year wah 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 Another reason to wear black. No, I'm sorry. Um, so I feel like I've had, I've come to terms with things. I I feel like I'm in a very healthy spot right now with body image, but there's definitely been a shift um, in that arena um, because I never really struggled with it before. And a lot of the yeah. things, if I struggle with them in the past year or two, or if I have, it has been related to aging stuff more so than actually like weight or body yeah. shape or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like I've come a pretty long way. I mean, I don't think it's like ever going to be resolved necessarily, yeah. but like I feel like I've been a lot more accepting and I'm just sort of like kind of accepting my age and where I am in life and that I can't look like I did when I was 22 after I had two kids and mm-hmm. at the same time and um, like that sort of thing. So I feel mm-hmm. like I'm healthy but I mean I still it, it goes up and down every day for me like I'll have good days and bad days but I think I'm mostly making my way up the mountain with that but I don't think we're ever gonna run out of things to talk about on this topic no. because it's just I think the thing that's amazed me about it is how it affects literally everyone like it doesn't yeah. matter what you look like to be like I mean, no one no one really is like, I love my body. I'm happy with it. Like, it's fine. Like, very yeah. rarely, if ever, do I hear someone say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I agree. agree. and There's more for us as women than to be worried and looking in a mirror all the time. Yeah. We've done lots of episodes on that. <laughs> um, but I will definitely link to all of these episodes and, you know, go through, you know, you can go on your, you know, Apple iTunes podcast and you can scroll down and where it says all episodes or whatever. And like, just like scroll through. And if you're interested, you can go look at all, all the ones that relate to body image because we've done a lot of those episodes. Um <laughs> You know, and we've done several episodes on boundaries and stuff like that. So I think if any of those, like, we've done like three episodes on the Enneagram, like, if any of those things like jump out to you and you have, you're a new listener, you haven't listened to everything, um, you know, you can go and you can find all those episodes. But we'll definitely link to these top 10 so it's easy for people. So, okay, so what are you going to say? No, you go. Can I can ask what your favorite episode we've done is. So I've been thinking about this over the past couple of days because I knew you were going to ask this. So um, I struggle because, like, I have some, like, people that I have guests that I have loved having on um, that have thrilled me that have been part of Woven. Um, and, but on the other side of things, I also really, really, really love it when you and I just shoot the breeze. Like, um I mean, i like... I like talking about like meaningful topics, obviously. um, But I love our episodes where we just like bounce ideas off of each other, but we push record when we do it. I think those are my favorite episodes. But I'm like, I had trouble narrowing it down to like one or two episodes. Do you have one in mind that is your favorite episode? Yeah. Which one? Uh, Well, I have two. One I already mentioned, it's the Rebecca Scritchfield. The two we did. her. So she, if y'all didn't listen to those, these were back in January and we tried to do like We tried to provide another voice in the new year, new you movement by um, telling you that you're fine as you are. And she is a, um, she's a nutritionist and like, she has some degree in exercise. I don't know. She's smart, but she wrote a book called Body Kindness. And I just really, um, I appreciate her and she's very like, I hate the term woke, but she's very woke and just um, with it, with these things. And I felt like she just was so good on our podcast like she just like nailed it. You can tell like sometimes people are just good at podcasting or they're good at interviews. Like she just nailed it. And I thought it was, those episodes were great. I was really excited. She came on. Um, so I really liked that. And my other one would be Will Harris, obviously. Um, Will Harris is farmer. I mentioned earlier and we just, I loved getting to go with you down South and like, it was so fun in the back of his Jeep with a shotgun hitting my knee every bump and thinking I was going to get like my jaw shot off. Um, Oh my gosh. It was so fun though. And we got to like see the whole farm and he told us everything and he gave us an awesome interview in his um, office, which is a converted church, like a yeah. tiny little lake, um yeah. tiny yeah. little country church converted was into an so office. Awesome. Yeah, it was just, it was great. It was great. It really, um, that really was a joy. <laughs> I mean, it really was. Um, I also really enjoy, and these aren't in our hundred episodes, so this is. Seems crazy. But um, I really like when I can talk about things that I'm like uber passionate about, that I have a very strong opinion about that not as many people are going to hear to so, like what we do on our Patreon mostly, because I really, okay. I really truly do believe in the mission of our podcast of being balanced and, like, coming at things with a very, like, nuanced approach, like, I think that's how we should do things, and and when we talk about theology and the Bible, and I, I want to see things from all the sides, but I also have, like, I mean, this is gonna be a shock to nobody, but I have, like, very passionate views about things um, that I try to stray away from because I don't want to alienate people or I don't want to, like, niche us or um, I don't want to narrow our, like, audience Um, but when, when I do get to go off onto my soapbox, I really enjoy that. So that's just a selfish thing. (laughs) You're thinking of like a Patreon episode or like, is there one that you, I mean, I liked when we talked about Instagram and, or when we talked about influencers, like online influencers. And I liked when we talked about the Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of body image, when we talked about that, whenever. Remember the online influencer one. Yeah. We, we talked, we talked about like. What did we talk about? We talked about um like people who like I think I had-, had fun of Joanna Gaines. <laughs> <Yeah. Is> that- <laughs> okay, there you go. Sorry if you like Joanna Gaines. That's why it's on our Patreon and <laughs> <laughs> hence hence why we don't do these on our regular podcast. But I do and I like it when because I feel like you and I even though we bring two sides to everything, we usually complement each other. We yeah. hardly ever contrast each other. But I think in a yeah. couple of those episodes, we've had very contrasting views. And I, yeah. that's just my personality. I like to debate. That's just a, an issue in my personality, if you will. And so, um, and so I like when I get to do that, but that's not, I don't think that's the point of our podcast. Um, yeah. But I do like it when we get to do that sometimes. So, yeah. yeah
1: that's I fun just, for me. I-
0: I did not like the halftime show, but not for the
1: reasons that I think, I I don't know. That, that was interesting. We did have different views, but I didn't, I don't know. Anyway, we both had different views
0: on that. We did. It was great. (laughs) What, um, so your favorites are the Patreon, like, of out there. (laughs) I also really liked, and this seems weird, um, and counterintuitive, all the hard stuff episodes. Um, yeah. those are oh, those are so good. I forgot about those. Yeah, the 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 series where we you know we talked to Becky McCoy about widowhood. We talked about you know miscarriage. We talked about how to help your friends um through cancer. Like we talked, we had that singleness episode. I loved our singleness episode. That is, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So I even you know I mean yeah when we talked about hair, we talked about tattoos. Like those are all fun episodes and I enjoyed them. But you know, getting to dig in deep on on some of those important topics was really fun so yeah i just i it's never lost on me i mean i know we have like as far as podcasts go our audience base is on the smaller side but it's just never lost on me that like i get to give my opinion and talk about things that are important to me and that Mm -hmm. people listen to it i just it's such a gift you know and it it's one that i don't think either of us take lightly yeah so that's why we're always kind of cautious to not alienate people because it really is like it's a joy to be able to like bring up time. I mean, like, you know, the tattoo episode, it was a fun episode, but also there was a lot of like realness behind it of like, we judge people who have tattoos. Why is it okay? Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. people, I don't know. So I just, I feel like all of our episodes have like thought behind them, even when they're like fun. Yeah, so the tattoo and yoga episode that we did with Christine Town, those were up there. They weren't in the top 10, but they were in the teens. And so I think other people, uh, you know, appreciate getting a nuanced, like, thought on that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, for yeah. sure.
1: Those are good.
0: Yep. Do you have any that you can think of that you're like, I wish we'd erase that one off the Internet? <laughs> yeah, number one. I hate number one, and you won't take it down. Um Our first episode. I just hate it. I just hate it. I want it to go away and you won't let it. You know, on the podcast, you can't even listen to their first hundred episodes. They have them taken down because they're so bad. Um, I just like the first one. I don't know. Um, It's just I can very, And I, I only listen to it like twice, maybe. This was before I learned my lesson of not listening to it. But I feel like I just was so trepidatious in everything I said, you know, like I wasn't comfortable yet and I was very like nervous about how I was coming across and like I wanted to seem Christian enough and like I just it was just weird. I, I just don't like that episode. It doesn't feel like me. Can you hear yeah. Maddie screaming right now? I do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? No, I can't hear Say, but I hear things screaming. They, they wash their hands, so it's like they go, Hey <laughs> they, say, they and <laughs> all on Little Mermaid, it's so bad. Anyways, but anyway. at least uh, Scott, that was a great reference. First Thank off, you. secondly, <laughs> exactly. <what they laughs> it made like. me lose my train of thought. It was such a good <laughs> reference. Those are the best references. So, secondly, I love that they're taking their hand washing so seriously. Way to go, Maddie and They're doing a good job. Um, <laughs>
1: okay, what were you just
0: talking
1: about? <laughs> we talking start. about
0: oh, the first episode. So yeah. I like and so this is just different personalities and if you keep pestering me I'll probably take it down but I actually like listening like when I start listening to a podcast and I start getting really into it I don't do this with every podcast that I listen to because I'm a serial podcast listener I would say I listen to four or five episodes of a podcast a day I mean like I I listen to a lot of podcasts Um, but I um, mostly because I don't like to hear my own inner thoughts but that's a story for another time Uh, (laughs) You really do always have someone in your ear. I do. It's it's, so that I don't, it's, it's literally so I don't have my own self in my ears. Um, but um, so I I don't do this with all podcasts. But once that I start to really get into, I go back and listen to their first episode because I'm curious. I'm curious about the evolution of the podcast and like where they came from and like how they've changed. That's just me. That's my personal opinion. So
1: so. So your least favorite episode is the first episode? I would say so. I think that's my least favorite. Um,
0: I'm trying to think. I mean, there's... I don't really... None of them make me cringe. Like, I mean, there's some that I feel like we could have done a better job or like... Yeah. There's some that, like I wasn't prepared enough for or... But that's just part of like, you know, we're too busy moms who have a lot going on and you can't always be like perfectly on yeah. point for everything. But I think... um So, but as far as like feeling really cringy, I think that's the only one that really makes me cringy. Yeah. Cause I don't mind sharing personal information. Like I, I feel like I don't share anything ever. That's like uncomfortable for me to share. Like I don't feel like I overshare. So I don't really regrets or anything. Yep. Um, have I mentioned one that makes me cringy that I'm forgetting? I don't think so. I'm like trying to like backtrack all the episodes. I don't think so. I mean, I think we've had and I'm not going to list names because I don't want to do that. But I we've had some episodes oh. where we've I, had some I'm gonna say, things, but I'm not going to. But, I'm not going to say no. We had one interview that was like bad.
1: I, we've we had, had a couple.
0: Interview. I I can think of a couple that um that were n- not all that I hope they would be. Uh, yeah, but, you know just some people are, are are better interviews than other people. I think that's just the way the way of the world. Like, um, it's just weird. Like it's it just is. a weird thing to sit down with someone you don't know and like ask them all about themselves and it just doesn't always go great. And and but then sometimes it goes like out of this world great. So right. it's it's interesting how um our, our guest interviews, like the ones that I was the most excited about, some of them didn't like play out the way that I wanted them to. And then some yeah. of the ones that I'm like, eh, about, like they end up being some of our best episodes. So yeah. it's it's interesting how that works. Um, um, so... The all time most excited episode I was excited about has not even come out yet, but we've already recorded it. I was the most excited about this episode, and it's the most cringe that I am. Not because of them, not because of you, but because of myself. And I'm going to leave it at that because it hasn't come out yet. So I'm going to let other people determine well, I I know what, you're what you're talking about. And, and I think you need to, like, I think you're just being. I felt okay. I remember now it was Aaron Moon. That's yes. the one that made me cringe because I love Aaron Moon a lot. And I was really excited to interview her. And I was such a nerd. Like I was so like, <laughs> I mean, just, it was awful. And I, I listened back to it and I was like, I can't, I can't. Like, oh, well, a- I love that episode though. That episode was she really good. Great. But yeah. I just, I was, you could, I don't know. I don't like how I sounded in that one. And I was like, that's I don't how like- I feel. That's how I feel <laughs> about this upcoming episode. I think sometimes, um, Because I am one of those people that is never nervous. Like, really, it takes a lot to make me really nervous. I'm very comfortable. Um, And so it takes a lot. And I think I can tell that I'm nervous in this episode, which really, really bothers me. Because I don't do well when I feel like I'm inept in a situation. And so so hopefully, their amazing brilliance, because they really were wonderful, will take over and nobody will notice. But that's why I'm not going to say what it is. Because I... Want people to like you said it's two people so yeah but still you don't know where, you don't know what other episodes we're doing this summer I said just said it was this summer no I know what you mean we just shouldn't interview anyone we're like really excited about because <laughs> but, I feel no, like but I, I don't think. I don't like that because I know I'm joking I'm joking because there are people in our life that people that are a part of our lives and I'm not talking about like close people people that we listen to and that influence us that make us who we are and I want to share that with other people so I don't want yeah. that. I just um, wish I had been a little bit more level-headed, but it's fine. It's humbling. We'll about- I need a humbling experience. <laughs> I think um, I felt like such an idiot with Aaron. I just felt like I was so like
1: hey, you're so funny. You talk about your family. Like she was probably like, okay, you're all like still
0: out. Um, <laughs> I think was probably flattered. I would be flattered. Nobody ever girls over me, so. I wish somebody would fangirl over sure. me and then I would totally be cool with that. It, like, you fangirl over me or my family. And I was like, what do you want? Like, so like, you're so pretty. I'm like, thanks. What do you want? They're like, a lollipop. You know, we're like, you're so funny, mommy. What do you want? Okay. Yeah, I don't ever get that. Must be nice. Um, also, still young. <laughs> <laughs> wait there was something you said that like made me think and now it like flew away out of my head that happens a lot doesn't it usually edit it out so people don't know that but I lose my train of thought I would say at least four times an episode where I will literally just sit there like staring into space and be like hold on it's gonna come back and then it doesn't come back and then and you that's just have why we're so thankful for our <laughs> producer Joel because yeah. he helps us deal with all of that so yes he's great well you're the producer he's the editor that's a you like no. put the show together. But
1: he okay.
0: he's does the, the, the he's the hand sound hands. producer and mixer. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm the editor. So I do all of the editing and like he does the actual like act of like mixing. Right. It. Does that make sense? So he's like the sound producer and I guess I'm the show producer. Does that make sense? I think I don't know yeah. what the technical terms are, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. what else what other okay so some episodes i really liked that we didn't talk about were the ones um the names of jesus oh yeah the advent episodes yeah yeah the advent episodes i really liked those just because i think i always love um anytime we can get into like linguistics and breaking down words and like what words mean and like roots yeah. and all of that i'm really into that so that was really fun for me to do those episodes um yeah rcs lewis episode <laughs> with chris mcdaniel was I thought it was really great. All of them were good. Like when we talked about the bread of life and we had Angela on and we talked about GSP and our counselor, like those were all really, I agree. Those were all great episodes. Those were so good. I feel and like I though think. that the seasonal ones like that, like even though they're great episodes and I think a lot of people liked them when they came out, they're not perennial. And so like yep. people listen, a lot of people listen at that time, but they don't like go back and listen to those episodes mm-hmm. unless they're in Advent, you know, or Lent or whatever. So that's true. Yeah. And the neighbor series was really good. Yeah, I, like I want time. to be in my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Those, those were great. <sighs> what so. else, buddy? So, since you didn't like our first episode, and the whole point of our first episode was was to tell our story and to tell the mission of our podcast, is it because you feel like our story, or are you? You just take a big swig of beer. Is this like making you nervous? Okay. <laughs> um, so it, I don't think- want to. I'm trying to drink my beer so that you have to start talking. Um. So, <laughs> so do you think? I actually, spend a lot of the time when we're like interviewing people, and I don't want to ask a question next. So, Rebecca and I have like a little dance we do when we're interviewing, <laughs> which is so funny because like it's it's actually like <laughs> it's not intense, it's really like entertaining. <laughs> Well, because we have all this verbal communication because like, well, especially right now when we're doing interviews. Um, also, I am. Uh, I'm also avoiding your question by like continuing to go on rabbit trails. I'm not sure. Obviously, if you this, it's fine. But I'm, I have, girl, <laughs> I've got a file box of a brain. We'll come back to it. This is a Rolodex right here. We're good. <laughs> but when we're, so like when we first started we were very like, we didn't like know each other well enough to kind of have that ease of just like knowing like, now I feel like I know when you're going to talk and like, Mm -hmm. I can give you a certain look and you'll like take over if you know, like I look confused or not confused, but like, I just like kind of am gathering my thoughts and I don't know what to say or whatever. And same like vice versa. But it's funny, like the progression, because in the beginning, I think we were, we did a lot of like, sorry, what were you going to say? Like, I'm sorry. Were you, did you have something like we were like very polite with each other and we're still yeah. like polite. I just, it's funny now because I feel like we just have our nonverbal cues down and we'll kind of like yeah. give each other a look, which has been funny since we've had to record on Skype for the last six weeks because we haven't been able to. No, it has not gone as well as it does in person. So I apologize in advance to everybody. <laughs> we're we're um, learning. Anyway, so, Okay, first episode. So, yeah, all that to say, I do, um, when I don't want to talk next, I take a big drink of my drink and look at you, exactly. and that's when you start talking. Or she starts playing with her Chick-fil-A straw, which annoys the bananas out of me. i like- have <laughs> <laughs>
1: never said that before! Wait, what do I do? I play with my you straw? M- you
0: move the straw up and down in the styrofoam
1: cup, and it makes this horrible <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god I didn't even know I did that and that it annoyed you well I'm definitely going to do that more <laughs> see that's why I don't tell you because I, I feel like you'll just keep doing it no I'm just joking but that's how I know you're either bored with the topic or <laughs> I do get bored I have ADD like sometimes I'm just like zoning on I have to like pinch my leg to make myself pay attention <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, that's how I know that you're struggling to pay attention. I'm like, we might, we might need to abort, 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 abort. Oh, that's funny, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our tells. It's totally fine. Totally fine. I, I do get like, it's not that I'm bored though. It's that like, I'll either think of something else I want to say and I don't want to forget to say it, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. thing, or I just start getting ADD. Like if it starts getting into a yeah, I guess it is that I'm bored. And I have to, I literally sometimes pinch my leg or like I'll start like drawing or I'll like write something down because it's like I start just not paying attention. Yeah. A lot of the times that happens when we read like passages of scripture, I, which is terrible, but it does. I'm just like, Wah. Um, <laughs> Good to know, mental no. <laughs> don't listen to our Jesus podcast for scripture. <laughs> gosh, gosh, no. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, my, I, huh? No, keep going with what you're saying. Okay, so your tell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name it the Roadrunner. It's when you know how a Roadrunner would like run in place before he started moving? Yeah. That's what you do when you want to talk. Like I'll be like in the middle of a sentence and I I can see you like wiggling and you're like getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. <laughs> and you can't stand it. And so I have to wrap up what I'm saying. <laughs> Because you're just like so excited. That's your tell when you it start doing that. And at least at least I've matured and that I roadrunner instead of what I used to was just an interrupted people all the time, which I still am bad about, but I've you, matured. You've gotten much better about that. Yes. It's something I've been working on. Good so. job, buddy. I didn't even I kind of forgot that you yeah, you did use to interrupt a good bit in the beginning, but um no, you have gotten much better about that. And I used to say, oh my god and, like, Bull had to say something to you because he was yeah. like, I'm just saying not our, 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 our non-Christian producer of our Christian podcast was like, if you want to keep your clean rating, you need to start, start no, cussing so much. Just, <laughs> like, obviously, I would never intend to take the Lord's name in vain. Like, no, it wasn't. it's just, it's just, but a, it's just something I, I don't know. It just came out, and then I, so I had to really pay attention, and I don't know if I've gotten better about that or you not. You have minute, gotten but, better. I have not had okay. to edit it very much at oh. all. I do oh have God. some notes because I always take notes. I, got, I just said it like reflexively. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> See, i so good. I'm so, good. Um, so um, I, th- you know, that's what I'm here for just to make you a better person. Um, <laughs> so I do have notes. I do take notes as we're like interviewing or as we're talking so that I, so it's, I don't have to listen to the whole episode when I want to like cut something like I'll quick, right? Like time when we decide to pause or whatever. So yeah. I've been, I've looked over my notes before and it'll be like, 40 minutes and 15 seconds. Cut. Oh, now you have to cut (laughs) it. I know you have to cut it. Oh, that's so funny. Is that a cuss word? What if I spell it? If I spell it, do we lose our clean? Like if you spell a cuss word? I don't think so. Because I know I, I, I'm not proud that I curse a lot. I just, I like to season my speech. You Know and sometimes there is just no other appropriate word than a curse word to have the oomph and the cojones that I would like. So I, I, you know, I I curse sometimes, and Rebecca has to like give me the look, and then I have to know if you believe it and you can keep your clean rating. So we might believe sometimes because I think that's fun, and I wonder if Joel can do it for us without charging me extra money. bless it we're just humans folks we're just humans okay um Um, we need to go back to my original question miss AP or miss avoider so our first episode is about our story and about why we want to do the podcast and our mission behind the podcast so is it that you just don't like how you sound or do you think that that has changed no I don't think it's changed um I just think I don't know. I just think I sound like I am not comfortable because I wasn't. I mean, I like literally almost had a panic attack before we recorded. Do you remember that? Like I was like yeah. sweaty and white and just like freaking out. Um, I've gotten a lot more used to it now, but I'm not somebody who likes to like be the center of attention or be um, like on display. Mm -hmm. So part of me is really excited our live show got canceled because I don't have to deal with that right now. Even though I'm really sad, like it was like that was the anxiety I had about it was having to like be in front of a room of people. Like I hate that. Um, And so part of it was just like even though it was just a podcast, like I got into my head a lot where I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to listen to this, and like, but now we've been doing it two years, so I'm just like, whatever, like it's fine. I don't have anything to hide. I didn't have anything to hide then. It just it was just new and it scared me. So I think I just sound not like myself. That's why I don't like it. But I don't think yeah. the story's changed. Yeah. And I sound, I, I feel like I definitely, so I feel like where you have narrowed your focus and, and become more yourself, I have also done that, but in a different way. Um, I feel like I, I started the podcast wanting to be very polished and mm-hmm. realized that that is not what makes for a good podcast. Um, I mean, it does for some like news podcasts and stuff like that. There are certain situations where or business podcasts or whatever, but like, I think for our listeners, they want like the real less. And so I feel like that's been my progression since the first episode is really that I don't have to be so polished in the way I do things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, okay, so so that you don't have to go back and listen. So now everyone's gonna listen because I just talked about how much it sucks. Now everyone's gonna listen to be like I won't I won't link it, but people can find it. <laughs> okay. So what is our story? So we met through a mutual friend, yes, Meredith Copley, and she um her and I were leading a mentor group together through our church where we were mentoring um our peers. Um, not really mentoring, but it was like a spiritual direction group or whatever. And her and I didn't know each other. We had just met because we had been placed together. And then um, we had a getaway, like a get to know you weekend away planned with the group. And you were going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. What was happening? <laughs> okay, so there's so much more before that. Um, so way back in 2014, I, um, <laughs> I started, so, so when I lost my job in full-time ministry back in 2012, I'm going way back in 2012. I was like, I was like, I've always wanted to write. So I'm going to start blogging because that's what people do. So I start blogging. And then my kids get a little bit older. And like in 2014, 2015, I'm like, I'm going to write a book. And so I start going to writing conferences and I start trying to like write a book proposal and try to get a book deal. And one of the big things I learned at all the conferences was that you need a platform. Well, I hate that word. Like I I don't want to build an email list. I don't want my website to like offer some free whatever. And if you do this, that's fine. That's not what I wanted to do. So you offer some like free like download or something and then get people's email because you know, publishers want emails or whatever. So, or you need to get 5 million followers on Instagram. In case you're wondering, I still don't have 5 million followers on Instagram. But I was like, I want, so I went to the conference the October before we met. So it would have been October, 2017. I went to another, pod, uh, another writing conference, another round of getting rejected. Um, but what was brought up at that conference was um, podcasting. And like, and it started, started becoming a thing like a year or two before that. But like, it was really starting to become big um, or it was like at the crux of becoming big. And I was like, I remember driving home from Charlotte, North Carolina from that conference thinking, I want a podcast. Not because I want to build a platform. I mean, if it builds a platform, that's great. But more because I'm like, I, the whole point of writing and blogging was because I feel like I had things I wanted to say and I love to teach and I like to talk. And I'm like, podcast is perfect because mm-hmm. I can speak the words I want to say. I can talk. Um like I always wanted to be on the radio. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect. So I was like, so it was October 2017. I was like, I'm gonna do a podcast. But so I was like, nobody's gonna want to listen to me by myself. So I started praying in October. I was like, if God, if you want me to do this podcast, like show me, like show me a co-host, show me the way forward. And then I was also going through a hard time because I of lots of things, midlife crisis-y kind of stuff. And our mutual friend, Meredith Coffey was like, I really think you should do the spiritual direct." I went to over to her house like in tears, like I don't know what to do with my life. i um, so tired of being rejected, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I really think you should do the spiritual direction. And I was like, whatever. And I moved along. And then it was like, a day or two before you guys were going to meet for the first time in the mountains for that retreat and she was like no seriously I think you should do this and I was like I haven't filled out an application yet and Meredith our seven friend was like whatever it's fine just come like we had one person that dropped out you haven't gone through all the hoops that everybody else had to and of course my rule following self was like I don't know if I can do that so I talked to Dave and he was like yeah do it and we just got lucky that my mother-in-law was here all this type of stuff. everything I just kind of fell in place and so I ended up in the mountains that weekend um, and that's I met Rebecca literally I think it was a week or two later after we met I don't even think we had met for the first time as a group outside of that retreat when I I can remember I was sitting in my son's um, parking lot at his preschool and I was talking to my best friend and I was like I really I really want to have a co-host of the podcast and I think that one of my mentors in my group is supposed to be the person I asked (laughs) And I remember thinking she's gonna t- think I'm crazy. Like she's met me once, and I'm going to email her and be like, "You kinda, kinda the podcast you, with me? like what made you think me? like what was it? Did you just feel like a pull or like well, I guess, and yes, that I guess I could tell from meeting you that first time um that there you had like a creative energy um that there was like a spice and a creativity that I lacked. Um, and I really wanted to, uh, your meatballs helped definitely your cooking definitely <laughs> helped, but like, just but that's all like, that's all baked in, get it? Like my reference, <laughs> it's all baked into, to who you are. That's the opposite of who I am. And I felt like that's what would make for a good podcast. But the fact that I would choose you was like, totally, I believe it's providential because yeah, I, we literally had met each other and I remember sending you an email saying So it was like, okay, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I've always wanted to do a podcast, So I think it'd be really great. And I literally thought you were either going to send me one an email back that were that was like you're crazy or you're gonna like ignore me and never talk to me again because you were gonna think I was a stalker. And she did okay. not, she wrote back and she was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that. I don't remember what your exact yeah, words that I was in your quote. I
1: that think was I was
0: like, I love well, I always wanted a radio show. I always wanted a talk show. Like I'm not a big fan of Oprah like I'm not like an Oprah person but I really I loved like the whole idea of having your own talk show and getting to interview people all the time and um I was a for I did a lot of journalism in college like I wrote for like local Atlanta papers and magazines and stuff and like I just loved interviewing people um I I think that it's funny like going back just to being a kid like I get really annoyed with my penny because she um is like the most curious person on the planet. And like every little kid is like, why, why, why? But I feel like Penny particularly like really like wants to know. And that's exactly how I am, which everyone points out to me when I'm like annoyed with Penny. But, um, so I'm just always like, I'm really curious and I love to interview people and to like know people and to really just like understand other humans. And so I thought it sounded like a really fun thing. And I was in a place where like, you know, I had, um, Maddie and Penny in 2014 like December so you know basically yeah and you know I had been doing this stay at home twin mom life because life had just come that way it wasn't really you know I never like felt a hundred percent like this is I wanted like something else like I wanted a creative outlet and I had just been like thinking about that and like what would that even look like because I a big thing for me and what I think is so cool about our podcast is um, that we do it together because Mm -hmm. if I've learned anything, it's like, I am, I'm a good, like, I know my strengths now, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I really struggle to like put myself on schedules and have structure. So a lot of times I just have great ideas that nothing happens with. And so the thought of being able to do it with a partner who like, we can bounce off of each other and help each other has been like, I think the success of it is because like, we fill in each other's gaps. And I really think that that's what the body of Christ is supposed to do. Like, I don't think that we're all supposed to be good at everything. And I don't think that we're all supposed to be one woman shows. And I feel like a lot of, um, you know, what I've seen or like what I've observed just in culture is like, you know, the, the one woman superhero, like she does it all. And, you know, CEO or boss babe or like whatever you want to call it. And that's always really stressful. (laughs) like i mean that's not a commentary on like working or not working or anything like that it's just more like i just really deeply believe in my bones that like we're we're meant to be collaborative like god himself is collaborative and i think that we i have and i mean of course there's areas in your life that you need to grow in right like just because i'm not naturally good at something doesn't mean i don't need to work at it but there are also areas where it's like this would just be a whole heck of a lot easier if i just worked with someone and like Cause like what would take me two hours to do takes you five minutes. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't make, and like vice versa on something. So it just doesn't make sense for me to try to do a podcast on my own. You know what I mean? And like, it doesn't make sense for you either because we bring different things. So I think that for me, I think that's been a big thing because for a long time, I felt like I had to do everything myself and I had to be able to get all the credit and I had to have it be like my thing. And like, I'm creative. This is mine. And like being able to share it with you and A way that, like, I want to share it with you and, like, I want you to succeed too has been really cool because it's like, I feel like we've accomplished so much more together than we ever could have just doing it solo. I agree. I, um, my tendency my whole life is to be independent and, like, I can do it all. Uh, Like, that's more of how I am. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that having somebody who can fill in the areas that I'm weak in actually makes both of us stronger. It doesn't make me weaker. Like I used to run under the assumption that like, if I admitted to my weaknesses and said I needed to do something with somebody or collaborate with somebody, then I, that meant I was weak. But instead, if like the areas where I'm weak, you come in then the areas where you're weak, you come in, we're both stronger because of it. It doesn't make us both weaker. It makes us both stronger. And so I, that has been, um, yeah, that has been the, one of the big lessons i've learned um through this for sure yeah so if i had
1: anything uh, to say to our listeners
0: i would say if you can collaborate do for sure on anything yeah I agree. I still remember go, reminiscing. I still remember. So I sent that email, you wrote back, yes. And then you wrote back and you were like, we were like, let's meet up. I don't remember the exact, like back and forth. And we met at the the two story Starbucks on Howell Mill. And we oh, were yeah. upstairs on the second story. And I can still remember it like it was yesterday. I'm like, cause I, cause I think going into that meeting, I was like, oh, this right is right now. Me. I'm so what? scared. What are you about? I'm so so scared. Scared. I was just don't scared. Scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad or revealing or vulnerable it's me we're talking (laughs) about (laughs) so anyways we're sitting up there talking and I remember going into that meeting thinking like this is just like you know we're just gonna like talk but nothing's really gonna come out of this and like we left that like with like a plan I remember getting back into my car being like oh crap we're really gonna do this i'm feeling like super excited but a little overwhelmed like oh that's not what i thought was going to happen i thought we were going to go to the meeting and we were just going to like ruminate but like we actually like made plans of like what we were going to do next and that was like the beginning of february i think and i think our first episode came out in march it was like five weeks later we were like and we're doing this so yeah we did it just kind of came like we just both had a lot to say and we both still do i'm surprised we haven't run out of things to talk about honestly like um, speaking of which, what's coming up for our podcast? <laughs> so, um, so the next three weeks after this, we're oh, wait, sorry, we're hold on. Should we finish the story? Did we finish the story?
1: How would of how we finish met?
0: The rest is history. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There
1: you go.
0: So what's <laughs> um, up next? I would say, um, that, okay. I was thinking if there was anything else I wanted to add to the story, but I can't think of anything else right at this moment. Maybe it'll come to me in a second, but um, so the next three weeks after this episode, we're going to release our top three episodes again. Um, and then going into June, because we know that we're in the midst and it's about to even get crazier, um, a new political cycle um, with um, presidential election in the fall. Um, we know that we that since the last um you know, political cycle and last election, things have gotten even more contentious and more polarized than it's ever been. I think that's been amplified by COVID nineteen. Um, I think um, something that shouldn't be political has become political because that's just the like the culture that we live in, and so we're going to do a um, we we feel like we shouldn't ignore that, um, and that it's such a big part of our society. So we're going to do a three part series in June. On um, on politics, but we're not going to talk about like who's running or who you should vote for. But more, we're, we're going to do poli sci one hundred and one with um, mm-hmm. Rebecca Cochran's husband Chris because he's a poli sci major. And we're gonna just gonna like like all the things yeah, you forgot from no yeah, and he works for the government, federal government now. But um, all the things that you like forgot from poli sci one hundred and one, like we're gonna and from government high school government, we're gonna like rehash because I think a lot of people make um comments and stuff not really knowing like what the electoral college is or what or checks and they, balances are or who can do what i think that's yeah. a big one that he gets really fired up about is like yeah you know mm-hmm. people get mad at like this office or that office but it's like well that office doesn't have the power to do what they're even saying they're going to mm-hmm. do or that their platform is so like what what do they actually like what's their jurisdiction yeah. like what can they control and so and I think every year I have to Google the electoral college. Like every time there's the presidential it's election, like time, yeah. I not even remember. Like let me refresh. Yeah. It's weird. So we're gonna and do he's that. So and good about it. That's awesome. So I'm excited <laughs> to have one of our heavies on, and then um, which we have never done before. So that's awesome. And okay. then um, and then we're also gonna have the women from pantsuit politics on to talk about having grace-filled political conversations and about how like don't run from political conversations, but like how here's how to do it in a graceful way and how it's important. Like we all heard that, like, we shouldn't talk about politics, but actually we should, but how can we do it in a way that's like loving towards our neighbors? So they do such an amazing job at that on their podcast. And so we brought them on to help us with that. And then we're hoping to have another um, conversation about just like how to argue, like, it's okay to argue and it's okay to be different and have discourse, but like, how do we do that in a way that's like ethical and, you know, christian like how do we do that like how do we argue yeah. um so and then um the rest of the summer is a surprise because i don't even know what it is <laughs> we have ideas we haven't really we like heard have any yet. Yeah. i'm excited yeah. about our political um conversations though because i think that yeah most people like i kind of tend to shy away from all of it i just get really overwhelmed i feel like bullied and like yelled at if i try to like i just i get really overwhelmed and then some people are really outspoken and passionate and it just can come across as just too much sometimes. Um, and I feel like neither of those are where political things should lie, but we do also have a responsibility to engage in our like government and our processes. So like, yeah, I want to just empower people like you and I kind of, I feel like we agree on a lot of things politically, but we also yeah. disagree on some things, but yeah. Um, I think that my hope for it is just to empower people to participate and to just like remind you, like you're just because you don't know all the facts or just because you don't know, like every single statistic doesn't mean that you don't get to have an opinion and vote. Yeah. Um. So I just I hope that it empowers people to know why they're voting the way they are, whatever that is. Um, yeah. Plus, I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a political nerd, so. I'm excited about the episodes just because I like talking about it. That might be you interviewing Chris. I might just sit that one out because I really... <laughs> that's, a, you. that's what you said about the the Pantsuit Politics episode too. And you did great. So don't even say that. Episode. No, I just... Chris is so passionate about this stuff and you're so passionate about it. And after I talk to the two of you, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm done. So done. <laughs> I, I think i think she fast forwards on four time on boxer when i started talking about politics she's just like like makes it go faster. <laughs> oh, uh, <It's> fine. No. <laughs> so okay are we ready to reveal our two truths in the line okay um okay so i think wait you want me to say mine or do you want me to guess yours you can guess mine and then i'll tell you if it's right Okay, I think... Can you say them again, if anyone forgot? So, my first live concert was Northbrook. Okay. I have bungee jumped off a bridge
1: over a river.
0: Okay. I was the homecoming queen
1: of my graduating class of 1998.
0: So, I think... The Garth Brooks one seems too obvious so I think that's the lie you're correct and she thinks it's too obvious because I'm from Texas you're correct <laughs> Actually, he was like number three or number four but my very first this is here's a connection to Georgia even though I'm from Texas my very first concert ever was Tiffany and new kids new kids on the block opened for her at Six Flags oh, wow. Over Georgia Six Flags Over in Georgia, Tiffany and New Kids on the Block. And then the ne- that was fourth grade. The next year in fifth grade, I saw New Kids on the Block again in Dallas. So my first two concerts were Tiffany and New Kids on the Block. So, But then like Not Garth Brooks, like n- number three good. or four. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I was the homecoming queen of the class in 1998 of my high school. And I did sneak out of my house. I did sneak out of my house when I was 17 years old in Waco, Texas and drove to San Antonio and jumped off a bridge. Those, those two things were a fact wait so San Antonio what was this like a thing at that bridge was it like a yes and I may or may not have also gone to a Pearl Jam concert without my mom knowing the same day what who were you with like a boyfriend I like a group of friends like there was a boy involved but it was like a group of us yeah I'll check out and where did your mom think you were um I don't know she was at work I don't know where she thought I was She's totally, she knows, she knows this now anyways. It's totally fine. So, yeah. How funny. So I have, Me, a, I have a rebel great. streak. I have a rebel streak. You do. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, so Garth Brooks wasn't, but the other two are true. So I was, I'm, I, I'm a juxtaposition because I snuck out um, and went to a Pearl Jam concert and jumped off a bridge, but I was also the Homecoming Queen. So there's a juxtaposition in my personality. The Homecoming Queen <laughs> seems a little off brand for you. I'm going to say not because you like wouldn't have been a great homecoming for you. you. just don't seem like the type. I should get my mom to find a picture and we'll post it also social media. You also were a cheerleader. which I'm not cheerleader.
1: Which is also but like
0: weird and off-brand. It is weird and off-brand. I got bribed into trying out in middle school and I never thought I'd make it. And my friend who bribed me to try out never thought I'd make it. I made it in seventh grade and did it the rest through middle school and high school. I did not want to be a cheerleader. I got bribed to do it. No, it was like a dare. It was more like a dare. It's
1: not,
0: it's not a dare. It was more, not a bribe. It was more a dare. Like, I don't think you'll do it. And welcome to my life. Like I do things people think I'm not going to do. So That's really. And then I became a cheerleader. You're going to give me $50. What? I don't think you're going to give me $50. Damn me. Okay. So yours, repeat them again. Okay. Nah. Hold on. Let me pull him up. My great uncle. I'm covering the camera so she can't see my facial. I'm a, I'm a very bad liar. My great uncle <laughs> was a spy for the FBI during World War II. Jim Carrey once yelled at me. I've been to the Super Bowl. Okay.
1: So I know the great uncle one is true. Okay.
0: Right. Am I correct? The great uncle one is true. I want you to go through your whole podcast. Okay, so the great uncle one is true because I remember having a conference, or at least somebody in your family. Maybe it wasn't your great uncle and you've tricked me, but somebody in your family was a spy. So I know that. I know you've gotten yelled at by celebrities, but I can't remember which ones, but I'm going to go with Jim Carrey. So I'm going to go, you've never been to the Super Bowl.
1: False.
0: So... So this, Chris came up with this because I couldn't think of my lie. So this is like a half lie. When the Super Bowl was in Indianapolis in 2011, mm-hmm. I went to Indianapolis to help run, um, they do a huge event called um, Taste of the NFL and it's the night before the Super Bowl. And so all the VIPs come and like every city that has a Super Bowl team has a like a booth. It's like the best chef and the best yeah. player are like there. So I helped run that event that year, but I did not attend a game. So it's kind of like a half truth. I I I knew you weren't actually in the game because you hate football. So. (laughs) I know. I did get to meet Jimmy Fallon, who was like the nicest person in the entire world. And I did get to wear a Super Bowl ring. And I have a very drunk picture of me wearing. So I don't even know who the player is. Maybe we should put it on in the show notes so you can like tell me who this player is. But uh, it was fun. But yeah, I did not go to the Super Bowl. Um, So my great uncle Like, I don't even try in my life because his life was so interesting and amazing that, like, I'm never going to be the most interesting Crosby ever. But um, I have an article from, like, FBI magazine or something that we can link in the show notes. But basically, this man, like, I mean, he, like, was friends with Ernest Hemingway, lived in Cuba for 14 years, Um, like... Just crazy life that you're like, this is a movie, this isn't real. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was an undercover spy and helped, um, when, cause I guess Argentina was like an ally of Hitler during World War II, and he was stationed in Argentina, like chasing German spies and espionage and all of that. It was very, very interesting life. Um, so yeah, he was a spy. And, um, Jim Carrey did yell at me. Um, I, in a previous life was a food stylist and I worked on movies. And, um, so basically, uh, it's not catering or like craft services or anything. A food stylist on a movie, like you're making the food that goes on the camera. So like, if you ever have a scene where people are like eating dinner, that's done by a food stylist. Um, and so he was in town filming dumb and dumber too, which is a God awful movie. And I love dumb and dumber, but I was very excited because I loved Jeff Daniel's and I was really excited to work on it. And we did this scene where it was like a, um, like was like a Kung Fu, like karate scene. I, it, it was stupid. But anyway, he knocks over a plate of desserts and they were like these brownie bites and they had icing on them. And so he like kicks it. Well, I'm, so they're shooting the scene and I'm like, you know, resetting the brownie bites because they had to shoot it like three or four times. And so it somehow ended up that I was the one who had to clean them up off the floor, which like, if you've ever been on a movie set, like the jobs are super specific and like, you don't do other people. It's like, this guy moves the light from here to here. And then this other guy takes the light and puts it in the box. And it's like really yeah. specific, but like I somehow ended up cleaning up Well, I didn't do a good enough job. And there was so whipped cream on the ground and he slipped on it and like fell. And he stood up and like looked me in the eye and he was like, who didn't clean this up? And I was like, uh, sorry. Does anyone have a towel? I was just like, I don't know what to do. And he was so mad and he ended up leaving and like driving around in his car. Like just lost. Him. I knew I the like, story, but I couldn't remember the <laughs> actor. I knew the story. <laughs> it was so funny, and I was just like, I was totally like, it wasn't even my job. It wasn't even supposed to clean it up. Like there was a person here to do that. But anyway, it was um, it was really
1: embarrassing, and he was mad. Um, but yeah, there you go. Good time. There you go. I am gonna link that story about my dad's uncle, my grandpa's brother. Yeah um because it's just a good read it's yeah, a really
0: good read that's Awesome, awesome um cool. I've done anything that cool unless I'm doing it right now and you don't know because I'm a really good spy you'd be an awesome spy Mrs. Smith <laughs> no I I can't tell a lie I'd be like oh yeah I'm unfortunately I am good at telling a lie so it's a problem so okay well,
1: Oh, wow. This episode, by the way, how long have we been
0: talking? Uh, about an hour. Oh, goodness. Okay. No, more than like an hour. hour. Yeah, about an hour. <laughs> so, we're going to be live on Tuesday. So, yes. this episode's going to come out this coming Tuesday. What's the date? Okay. <laughs> the of Maya. And we're going to be doing a live. Do we decide it's on Facebook? Yes. Okay. So, we're going to do a Facebook live um, mainly because Frankly, more people tune in for them. Um, we've only done two, but, and uh, it's just a little, can we, we can do split screen, right? Mm-hmm. So if you would like to come over to our Facebook live on Tuesday and just kind of like, I don't know, chit chat, maybe we'll talk about the episode. We'll talk about what's coming up. We'll have some drinks and it'll kind of be like a replacement for our party that isn't happening. So come over there. It'll be fun. Yeah.
1: What time? Awesome. Um, 8.30. 8
0: 30 Eastern. So yes. yeah. Hopefully that gives everybody time to do what you gotta do and sit down for the night. Yep. Sounds good. We'll be there. Okay. okay. All right, guys. Bye. Love you
1: all. Thanks for listening to 100
0: episodes. So till next week, we are on Instagram at woven and him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash woven and him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com, where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. (laughs) Bye.